This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. The Ontario government has given the green light to schools reopening in September. Are you guys ready to send your kids back to school, even though we're still dealing with COVID-19? Yeah, I'm a little, little nervous about it as well. Um, kind of to your point ever earlier is uh, how, the, how it'll be handled if they get sick. But I also worry about other parents, and, and myself included, my employer hasn't been the most supportive through all this as well. So if your kids are sick and they send you home, will you still get paid to work from home? You know, like, yeah, there's other variables parents have to be concerned with here, too. Yeah, we've been fortunate. My wife uh, is going back after maternity leave in a couple weeks, and her employer has basically told the, the staff, listen, we know this is unprecedented, and if you there's time you guys need to take off, we will make arrangements because, you know, they didn't even know if the students were going to go back until yesterday. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it would suck to work for a terrible boss. Yeah, I mean, on uh, prior to July 6th, I was working part-time from home, and then they said, effective July 6th, you're to report back to work full-time. So we had to scramble and try and find daycare and care for the kids. Like Right. Yeah, daycare, like, so, daycare, it's the same thing. If you've got someone in your household that's immunocompromised or has an existing condition... Uh, do you really even want to send your kids to a daycare? There's going to be some families where one of the parents has to quit their job to stay home with the kids. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, I don't know. It's hard. Like you want them to go back, but yeah. you know, I don't know. We want to get rid of them the so bad, but we just can't <laughs> with a clean conscience, kick yeah. them out of the house. <laughs> hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, is this a, uh, what do you call it? Taz and Jim uh, radio show? Yeah, yeah. Who's this? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm just, like, calling to actually see uh, what's happening with the new school, the kids going back to school and everything. Yeah, what do you think? The kids are going back. Yeah, the kids are going back, but, like, uh, they're always worried about, uh, like, the amount of kids in school. Right. In Europe, when we used to go to school, I'm from Europe, we had two shifts. One was, like, the morning shift. One was, like, the... Afternoon shift, kind of from 2 to 6. Oh, yeah. That way you have, like, twice the capacity of kids, but actually the same amount of space. So I don't know if they want to implement that. What was the better shift? Oh, it doesn't matter, man. It was, like, two weeks in the morning, two weeks afternoon. It okay, like, they'd switch it up. Yeah, it was almost like preparing us for shift work. It's <laughs> <laughs> that interesting. Well, that's kind of what they're doing with the day on, day off for the high school students, right? A day learning at home and then a day at the school learning, and then you you alternate. Oh, yeah, too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if they implement that, they can, like, twi- uh, fit in twice as many kids. It'll be harder on the teachers, obviously, with the longer hours, but still, it will be... Um, kind of easier on the parents, right, to get the kids back to school and out of the house finally, <laughs> just for a little bit. Yeah, that's what we all want. Thanks, man. All right, have a good one, guys. It's Taz and Jim. Hi, just a couple comments on the going back to school. Yeah. Um, no, I just want to say, so I have a couple concerns is the ones, the schools that don't have air conditioning mm-hmm. and the kids have to wear masks. Like, I don't know how they're going to handle that. I'd almost rather my kid be in a school with no air conditioning, blowing COVID from room to room. <laughs> True. <laughs> but the other thing is, is that the cold season is coming up. So if my kid has a little bit of a cough, like, do I have to keep the cold? Like, I know. 
I'm gonna freak no. out. I'm gonna I'm gonna get so I'm a hypochondriac by nature. I'm gonna freak out the first time that someone in our family gets a cough or a runny nose. Right. Like so, how do we know whether to keep our kids home or do we still send them if they have a little bit of a cough? <laughs> well, we've got a month to figure that out, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> if you want to see more about Ontario's back-to-school plan, Global News has a great article that we've posted on all the Taz and Jim social media feeds. I want to share with everybody this uh, car-for-sale ad that <laughs> was sent to us by one of our listeners yesterday. This is apparently a real ad that was posted in London, Ontario. So it's a white Lexus. Nice car. 32000 is what they're asking for it. Okay. Seller's description. Selling my son's car. Bought him this car when he got his license, and the little S hit the car like it was a game. He was caught with a DUI, so I'm selling it now. As you can see, there's a long scratch across the styled profile. My son's misbehaviors had his ex-girlfriend keying the car. Also, he can't back up a damn car, hence the merely holding on rear bumper. Full service history, comes with winter tires, and comes with a bong that I found in his trunk. 32K firm. (laughs) Yeah. This is what you have to look forward to, Taz. (laughs) First off, I'm not buying my son Alexis when he gets a... uh when he gets his license. Yeah, you're almost asking your son to be a bit of a douche if you buy him a, well, I don't know how much, it over $32,000 car. You buy him a barely holding together car. Well, you know what I do? I buy myself a Lexus, and then I give him the piece of crap that I've been driving yeah, for 20 years. Yeah, Then you, at least you know the last owner. And if his girlfriend's going to be scratching it, Carrie Underwood style... <laughs> And you're not too upset about that. And speaking of Carrie Underwood style, I think he probably was cheating because it was quoted as my son's misbehaviors had his ex-girlfriend keying the car. That's what I got out of it. (laughs) And he posted this all in the listing. Yeah, you can see it. There's a giant black uh, like backup mark where he hit whatever pole he (laughs) backed into on the back bumper. A couple other dings there. It looks like a nice car other than that. If you're looking for a smoking deal, you've been thinking about getting a Lexus, there might be a little wiggle room for negotiation here. Yeah, and the smoking means smoking a bong inside of the car. Yeah. If you take the sun off his hands, he might give you a really good deal. (laughs) I'll take your car and your son. Perfect. You can have the car. (laughs) I fear that the only way to stop those possessed by the spirits of the book is through the act of bodily dismemberment. I feel bad for anyone whose alarm clock just went off. (laughs) (laughs) That is a clip from the classic film, Evil Dead. Inspired many sequels. If you've missed your opportunity to see Evil Dead at the drive-in in in the past, you don't want to miss this. Our buddy Weird James is on the phone. Hey, Weird James. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, I know that uh, you're one of the dudes who usually puts on the horror and uh, subculture event shock stock every year. That can't happen because of COVID-19. So you guys came up with a little bit of a different plan. Yeah, that's right. We kind of brainstormed things a little bit and we uh, called some old friends and we said, let's do a, a, 
you know, with the driving being popular again, let's play a couple old classic uh, chunk blower gore films on the big screen uh, in London and Hamilton and Barry and see who comes out to check it out. You know, cool. So Evil Dead is one of the films, the original Evil Dead, not Evil Dead 2, not Army of Darkness, not the yeah, uh, we're, not the remake yeah. back from 2013. Is yeah, the, OG. the original, the original, all remastered uh, by the director himself, new, reapproved. Apparently, the music's been corrected a little bit. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, so we're really excited about this. We're going to have uh, in between the films going to be some short films, and uh, you know all those corny trailers that you see at the drive-in. Like we amp that up to like a thousand. So those are my more dancing hot dogs. And- Dancing hot dogs, dancing pickles. It's going to be great. Chili dillies everywhere. <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> now, who, where are these films coming from, the short films in between? Who's making them? Well, we were. Uh, we had all, uh, some commitments to play short films at Shockstock, so the Mustang and uh, the Starlight were gracious enough to let us play some of these. So these uh, local filmmakers are probably going to love it that their film's premiering on a big drive-in screen with a film like Evil Dead, you know, some of these little eight-minute shorts and things like that. So it's going to be pretty cool that uh, in between the movies. So, if, you know, you stay Evil Dead, you want to hang out for the rest of the night and watch uh, the second feature, which is called Pieces. It's a Spanish uh Really insane movie. You don't got to go to Texas for a for a chainsaw massacre. It's it's back to back chainsaws. Perfect night, you know. Kids that want to never seen Evil Dead, like you said, in the uh, you know teenagers with their parents. It's a great night to watch some horror movies under the stars for sure. Yeah, that experience is lost on a number of generations. Like they they kind of stopped showing those those uh, rip them up horror films at the drive in, probably because neighborhoods started getting built around them. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's probably, I, I, I remember, I don't know if you did, I used to look over at the screen when, you know, I'd be watching like Slapshot or something, I'd be looking at the, the other movies on the other side, and when I was growing up, it was fantastic, and you got, you got double barrel here, yeah. I used to sneak out with my Walkman and ride my BMX bike, how 80s is this, I'd ride my BMX bike out to the, uh, the drive-in theater, that was about a 15-minute ride from our house, and I'd sit in the farmer's field next door and see if I could tune in the, the sound on my Walkman. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's next level. I love it. Thank, thank God I didn't accidentally watch Evil Dead when I was eight years old. That could have caused some damage. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I would, I would love Chaz cool. watching E.T., but with the Evil Dead soundtrack. Like, he's on the wrong FM band, so you yeah. don't even know. That's why I'm so afraid of E.T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. So if people want to go and, and check out the, uh, the shock stock uh, drive-in experience with Evil Dead in both Hamilton at uh, the Starlight, correct? That's right, exactly. Yeah, that's on uh, that's on uh, the tenth of uh, August, and London's on uh, no, pardon me, London's the tenth, Hamilton's the eleventh, and tickets are on sale on the each drive-in's respective website. Okay, cool. And so we, you just go yeah, to the drive-in we, website and you buy the tickets yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You look at Shrek or say, "Oh, Evil Dead." We'll pick Evil Dead. You know, whatever you want. So <laughs> it's uh, all advanced tickets, though. I don't think they're going to be doing door tickets with this COVID. Uh, COVID stuff, so, yeah. Are you guys doing uh, any live entertainment? I know you get up there uh, when you do screenings of films like this. And- well, I'm kind of sworn to secrecy, but it's uh, the rumor is someone involved in the film may have a message for Ooh. it. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how that uh, how that pans out. And uh, Well, yeah, we're going to have a couple uh, socially distant vendors as well, some of the vendors that, that we're going to be at Shockstock, so you can probably pick up some Evil Dead merch-related things like that, stuff, uh, you know, things that, uh, you know, you want to get your popcorn, you can go check out some Cool, man. I love Evil Dead. I love, you know, if you haven't watched, if you're stuck at home, you're looking for a good series to watch, and you were into the Evil Dead movies when you were young, 
Ash versus the Evil Dead is one of the best TV shows I've seen in probably the last 10 years. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. For sure. Like, they really yeah. captured the spirit of those movies. And all you really need is buckets of blood and a chainsaw <laughs> to capture the spirit. So, there it is. The Starlight in Hamilton. The Mustang in London. If you want to see Evil Dead with our friends from Shockstock, go to the drive-in websites and buy your tickets there. Yeah, yesterday we got to jump on Zoom with Max from Arkells to talk to him about the new single that the band released called Quitting You. Max, how are you, man? I'm doing good. It's been a fun day in Camp Arkells. Yeah, you said this is one of your favorite parts of the, the job, is having something locked and loaded, ready to go. Uh, it's like going to bed, uh, uh, ready to wake up on your birthday, releasing something like a new track. Yeah, you know, it's, I was saying it's a bit of a slow burn. You know, you work on a song and you're excited about it and, you know, uh, you start, you know, recording it and you got to mix it and you think about the, the album artwork and then it all leads to kind of like the night before you put it out and, you know, people know it's coming and you're kind of excited and uh, then it's out in the world. And, uh, you know, it's kind of fun the night before because it's like a world of possibilities, like anything can happen. He's like, once you put the song in the world, you never know where it'll end up and, We've had our songs end up at the Olympics and at people's weddings and everywhere in between. So it's been, uh, so now it's out there and we'll see where it goes. The new single is Quitting You and you mentioned weddings. Dude, when weddings are allowed again, this is going to knock them dead. This is going to be a huge first <laughs> dance song for sure. Was that, is, I think we've talked yeah, about this before with the sporting event stuff. Like, do you ever, like, plan to write a song that ends up in a certain place in people's lives? Or you just write and where it ends up, it ends up? Yeah, I don't think we have, like, an MO um, when, we're, when we're, like, writing. Because oftentimes the thing that makes you sit down at a piano or at a guitar is just, like, a, a burst of, you know, creativity or something you feel like you really need to get down. But once we have it recorded... So then we'll go, oh, I can actually see this landing here. Or sometimes we talk about it like in, this, in the terms of the show itself. So like, oh, this would be a great moment for an acoustic part of the show. Or if another kind of song is like, oh, this would be a great moment to feature the horns. So usually that kind of conversation happens after it's written. But uh, it, the thought does cross our mind. Before quitting you, what would you say is the song that fans would come up to you most and say, oh, I danced to that song at my wedding. Or that's my song with my husband or my wife. I say by far and then some and My Heart's Always Yours are the two leading contenders for songs that have been played at people's weddings. We've gotten so many wedding invitations, people asking us to come perform those two songs, sometimes 11-11 as well. But and every year, though, we have to say like, ah, yeah, it's a Saturday in the summer. That's a gig night for our Kells, so we, we can't make it. But we, we've managed to play maybe two or three weddings uh, over the course of our career. I never learned So I call you when I'm outside Set the keys behind the porch like Unit 2 Thought I made it quit But there's no quitting you To quitting you, is there any connection to Brokeback Mountain or... You know the famous line between Heath Ledger and and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I wish I knew how to quit you. You know what? I do love that movie. I love that scene. It, it must have been in my subconscious uh, a little bit when we they were. They did around. go camping a lot. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. So um, there must have been in there. I find like a lot of times if I were to really truly like get into like the inner workings of my psychology and go like, where does that lyric come from? I, it could be traced back to, you know, a, a movie or, or something a friend said, or usually there's some root place uh, that, that it exists from. And I, there's a good chance it could be that too. See our entire Zoom conversation with Max. We also talk about moving pianos. We talk about how they shot the video for the new song and more. You can see that on the Taz and Jim Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. We are playing Who Wants to Be an Underwear Hundred Air. And our contestant this morning is Sandy. Good morning, Sandy. Hi there. Good morning. I want to be an Underwear Hundred Air. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Okay. Up to $100 at my top drawer with locations in London and Hamilton. Could be yours. You just have to answer all five questions correctly to get there. Each question worth a little bit more. And you do have your lifelines, including the 50-50. You can eliminate two multiple choice options one time. You can ask Taz, me, for some help. Or you can phone a friend. And your phone a friend this morning is Lisa. Who's Lisa? She's my good friend. Grew up with her from childhood. Okay, awesome. She's she's ready to go if you need her help as well. Okay. You want to get to the first question here? This is for $10. Which country held the 2016 Summer Olympics? Was it A, China, B, Ireland, C, Brazil, or D, Italy? Which country held the 2016 Summer Olympics. Um, I think that was China. Is that your final? Oh, re- repeat the answers again. Then okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, China, Ireland, Brazil. Oh, or Italy. It, sorry, it was Brazil. Brazil there right, it right. was. It was Violet. Brazil. I was thinking winter. I remember all those fun photos of the. Uh, Bad apartments and stuff, and uh, <laughs> soccer fields well, in the yeah. middle of nowhere, and all that good stuff. Yeah, it was a bit of a, yeah. a bit of a cluster when they had the Olympics over in Brazil. Almost like every Olympics. <laughs> next There's always qu- a mad dash at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. Next question here. This is for twenty dollars at my top drawer. What okay. is the rarest blood type? Ooh. A O B A C B or D, A, B negative. Okay, just do it again without, <laughs> like, the letters before each blood type. What o, are the options? A, B, or A, B negative. I, I'm pretty sure I know this because my husband's got A, B negative. Final um, answer? But mm. just in case, let's do 50-50. Okay. Or actually, unless, Tad, do you know this one? Well, you can't ask if I know it before you decide to use me. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, okay, let's, let's... But I think let's, you... Let's, I'll just say I think you know it. Okay, so AV negative then. Final answer? Final answer. You did know it. Thanks, hubby. And thank you for donating blood, your husband, because that's that sweet, sweet AB negative. It's the good yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Very rare. $50 question here. What was the name of the band... 
Lionel Richie was a part of? Oh. A, King Harvest, B, Spectrums, C, Commodores, or D, the Marshall Tucker Band? Commodores. Final answer? Okay, no need. I'm easy like Sunday morning. <laughs> Nice. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, we have limited time here, and you want to be in underwear, hundred air. So let's keep going. This is the seventy-five dollar question. Okay. Who painted the Mona Lisa? A. Van Gogh. B. Da Vinci. C. Picasso. Or D. Monet. Uh, I always get them mixed up. Um, let's do fifty-fifty. You already did 50-50. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. She didn't use it. Oh, she didn't didn't use it. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's either Da Vinci or Van Gogh. Okay. I think Da Vinci or Van Gogh. You have your phone a friend. You still have your Ask Taz, kind of. Let's... I'm pretty sure I know this one, but let's, let's ask Taz. Da Vinci. Final answer? I've been there. Are you 100%? I went to the Louvre, and it's the only painting I really looked at. Everything else, we just kind of... Yeah, we wanted to get to the bar. We just ran past every other painting, saw the Mona Lisa, and got the hell out of there. (laughs) It's like we were getting chased by an albino monk we got out of the Louvre (laughs) so fast. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Everybody likes a good good Da Vinci Code reference. (laughs) Da Vinci... Okay, I, I believe you. I trust you. We're gonna go with Da Vinci. Of course, it is. <laughs> it is Da Vinci. Mona Lisa is Da Vinci. Final question: One hundred dollars to spend in my top drawer. This could make you an underwear hundred air, Sandy, for everything. Which one of these characters is not friends with Harry Potter? Not friends. A. Ron Weasley. B. Neville Longbottom C. Draco Malfoy or D. Hermione Granger I am going to have to ask for help because I'm not a uh, Harry Potter like I didn't read the books Phone a friend, so we're going to Lisa, this is your good friend Lisa Good morning Lisa Morning. Sandy's doing very well. If she gets this question right, she wins $100 worth of underwear from my top drawer. Jim, repeat the question for Lisa. Lisa, which one of these characters is not friends with Harry Potter? A, Ron Weasley. B, Neville Longbottom. C, Draco Malfoy. Or D, Hermione Granger. Um... Ranger is a friend. Sorry, and what were the other names? Ron Weasley, Neville Longbottom, or Draco Malfoy. We need an answer. Uh, uh, not we. Uh, uh, Weasley was, and the other. So what's the third? What was the Draco Malfoy or Neville Longbottom? Yeah. M- Malfoy. She says, Malfoy, Lisa, thank you for your help. She's gone. Sandy, it's up to you. Are you going to trust your friend and go Draco Malfoy? Uh, How how confident are you, Liz? She's gone. She's gone. She's out of time. Okay. Uh, 
I, okay, you I'm going to have to. Friends since okay. childhood. You're going to do it. Draco Malfoy, final answer. You are correct. <laughs> Congratulations, Sandy. You are an underwear hundred air. Hundred bucks to spend at my top drawer is yours. You have a great long weekend, okay? <laughs> Thank you. My girls will be very happy if you know what I mean. <laughs> I thought you meant your daughters, but now I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. It's the not sure part. Yeah, okay. Well, I hope your girls have a great long weekend, too. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcasts and we'll keep talking.